0: This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. You
1: did a good job, pick Solid strategy, everybody. That's the top five, Buffy.
0: I'll kick your coverage, man. We need to get a top ten. We we're all the top five.
1: This is the Dale Jr. Download presented by Spy with Amanda Troutman and Mike Davis. I am Taylor Zarzer. Spy, the exclusive sponsor of the Dale Jr. Download. They're offering 20% off your purchase of any Dale Jr. Signature 88 collection sunglasses. Mm. Just go to spyoptic.com, find your favorite pair of 88 collection sunglasses, and enter code Dale Yeah. Dale Yeah.
2: Dale Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Check out. The discount is also valid trackside at the Junior Nation Souvenir Hauler and right here in the Junior Motorsports retail shop. I guess that was um, must have been Alan Gustafson or somebody that we were just listening to there talking about uh, Jeff Gordon getting a, a top five in Sonoma, of course. Uh, must have been must have been because uh we didn't watch this weekend uh no. we were told by the boss uh to take the weekend off uh mike it was uh my, my beautiful wife betsy and i uh our 11th uh, anniversary yeah so we Happy had anniversary uh, thank you we had we had fun with that uh, world cup game man that was exhilarating this weekend yeah yeah uh, yeah i mean michelle Wee won her first major out in pinehurst that was pretty cool what'd you do
3: I went down to Valdosta, Georgia. I uh, went oh. to the zoo. Um, yeah, you nice. know, we, we hung out at the swimming pool. Um, it was a good weekend.
1: Oh, that's great.
2: This well, is concerning. Am I the only one that can speak with authority here today? Am I the only one that watched this race?
1: Wait, what? Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, we were told not to. We were just obeying orders. <laughs> there was a race? There was a race?
2: There was a race. I went what rogue. Happened? I went rogue. I went against Dale's Wishes, and I watched it.
1: What happened?
2: We finished third. Where have you been?
1: Shut up. We finished what? Yeah. In Sonoma? On yeah. a road course? You missed it. Come on. You missed Somebody it. Somebody said, what? It asked Dale Jr. on Twitter last week, what's your problem? He said, I got to turn right. I mean, what? It's Sonoma? <laughs> on he, a road course. Hey, did he cheat? Yeah. No, of course, we're just picking at, uh, at Dale Jr. Awesome stuff. And and uh, I know Mike Davis watched it because Mike Davis had more confidence than anybody associated with Dale Jr. Well, about uh, road course racing. And uh, now most of that confidence you've had. You would have to admit, Mike Davis, it would be at the Glen, not no. necessarily at Sonoma. No,
3: Sonoma—it's where yeah. it's at, man. You know, ju- <laughs> listen, Junior's a road course ringer. I've said it all along. Yeah. At any time, I'm expecting a call from the Stuart Haas F1 team to see if he's interested. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm sure that you know the, the you know the teams that are racing now. If they need a road course driver, they got our number.
1: Yeah. Well. Uh, again, I think you should admit to everyone that before the 2012 season, you picked. You said that you predicted Dale Jr. would win a road course race, and then you said uh, w- the words Watkins and Glenn right after that. Hey, hold uh, up. Listen, yeah. if there had been a caution at the end, yeah,
3: we might be talking about I think we would a be talking victory
1: about, at Sonoma. I think we would be talking about a victory at Sonoma. And that,
3: I... And- yeah. I would be bragging about this. This entire show would be dedicated to the pick that I made years ago.
1: Yeah, that he would win a road course before his career is over. I got to give you a lot of credit because um, I got to give you more credit than I would even maybe give him. I don't know that he knew. <laughs> oh goodness! I don't even I don't even know that he knew he was such a wheel man uh, out there because uh, that's what he is. Right, he's just an extremely talented race car driver. First of all, yeah, that's the first thing. The second thing that I would mention is. Steve LaTarte is truly one of the best crew chiefs in NASCAR. I mean, it's so obvious. And uh, the the car that he gave Dale Jr. this weekend, the job that that 88 crew did to prepare that car for the race was um, – in practice on Friday, that was ridiculous. Right. Who was that guy? I mean, was Robbie Gordon driving that thing? That was that was crazy God watching not. him. <laughs> but uh, it, that's the second thing. And the third thing is – you know, Mike Davis, all the time in the past on reaction theater, and gosh, man, you've been hearing it forever. Man, Dale Jr. soft. He's not aggressive enough. Well, w- there's your answer, everybody. There's yeah. your answer yesterday. I know he's upset with the Matt Kinza thing. Uh, but listen, I mean, one of his best friends in the world drives the 48. Did you see the way he was dr- racing Jimmy Johnson there in the last few laps? That was awesome. This is what I've always known about him, though,
3: and I, and I say it in all seriousness now, now that we're not joking anymore. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is I wish he would give himself more credit about right. being a wheel man right. because we all see it, but the, the, there's, a, there's a big confidence factor when it came to Sonoma and, and we went into those weekends, and it was just like he was dreading it. So that makes Steve LaTard as good as he was on his pitch strategy. Yeah. What Steve LaTard Steve did that was even better was his whole approach to the weekend because yeah. he, he recognized there's a confidence factor. We go into that weekend defeated already. If you could go in there not feeling defeated, let's see what happens then. Well, yeah. we know what happened. We almost won the race the the pit strategy definitely helped and mm-hmm. and I asked Steve I said what exactly was the strategy and did it change during the race and he says I wanted to have tires at the end well he did he had tires and he was the first car that he was the first car on fresh tires when that last restart happened I think they started 10th yeah
2: they did we uh, started well, 10th that was also because Tony Stewart had that penalty cuz I think he was one of that's the cars right. that came yeah. in that's, as right. Well. that's so. right that's, that's
3: right true. good that's observation a good, point. Yeah. good observation so yeah so I mean we were sitting there uh with fresh tires all year long we've been talking about you know is tires more important than track position? And in most cases, no. You would think that even at a road course it would be even more prevalent, the track position, uh, than than the tires, I guess. I mean, you know, w- what do I know, right? But, I mean, if you're sitting up there, where was he? He was seventh when that caution came out. I'm looking at my notes here. Um, yeah, he gave up seventh, posi- seventh position at lap 90, so that was with 20 to go. Mm-hmm.
1: And only lost, what, three spots? He lost
3: three spots. Yeah. F- That's awesome. Four if you would have counted the Tony Stewart yeah. thing, but Tony yeah. got penalized. So you, you give up those spots, you come out in 10th. He picked off three spots in the first lap.
1: Yeah. Uh, he was ra- he was flying. Well, let's see what Dale Jr. thought about all this. Here's his reaction to a third-place finish.
0: Hey, everybody, it's Junior. I just got home from a long trip out west from Sonoma. We had a, uh awesome uh, finish today. Never had a top 10. I've been going to Sonoma since forever and finally got a top 10 finished in third was able to go to the media center and talk about our run which I don't know if that'll ever happen again but pretty crazy and in an eventful race we eventful weekend really whole week to be honest with you we was out in San Francisco area for since Tuesday and you know tweeted about going to the Golden Gate Bridge and going to uh, Alcatraz which was really really cool uh, it was way better than I thought it'd be actually and uh, got to actually walk in, you know, got, got to walk a mile in inland into San Francisco, into the heart of the city, and really enjoyed that. Hope we can go back next year and maybe stay in the city during the week and check that out, but there's a lot of cool pubs and stuff sitting around, and just a really cool town. So anyhow, we got, you know, Friday, we had to get down to work and go to the racetrack, and the car was fast in both practices and uh, really quick actually. And then in qualifying, we had a really good lap going that was go- easily gonna get us in the top 12. We got held up by some lap traffic, but you know that's just the way it goes on the road courses. We've never really done this kind of qualifying there. So we learned a little bit about trying to get a little cleaner tra- racetrack. And uh, so that was a bit frustrating, but still the car was good. So we started the race, everything was cool. Um, first run, the car was real good. We'd saved the rear tires pretty good during that run and move forward and still felt like once everybody started pitting we were thinking man you know our car is still in good shape so we ran a little bit longer than we'd planned on that first run the second run and and a few runs after that i didn't save the rear tires as well and we struggled a bit but uh got back to sort of taking care of the rear tires toward the latter part of the day but had a run in with Kenseth. uh we were racing tight through heading into the S's and getting to a particular point where somebody's got to give and neither one of us is really doing that and um, I jumped the curb pretty big and landed in his door and spun him out and you know, I was just real sick to my stomach seeing him spin at, you know toward that tire barrier at the angle he was headed and knew that wasn't going to be a very fun ride and then we come back around saw how bad the tar- car was tore up I couldn't believe how bad it was tore up so that was uh, pretty disheartening and Never like to see uh you know that's the thing about being friends with guys out there. You try to maintain those friendships and they do mean a lot to you uh but you're gonna you're gonna have you know things go down on the racetrack where you sort of you know test the friendships and makes those things difficult but you know me and Matt have always raced each other really hard, um, most of it's always been pretty clean, and uh I just felt pretty bad about it um <clears throat> and i thought that you know that we weren't going to finish to finish the race very well because that can t- once you get uh that kind of you know get in that kind of attitude that kind of mode you just you know kind of take yourself out of the race but mentally i just wasn't really ready to go keep going but um steve got got me fired up with some of the strategy he was thinking about doing and he was he was wanting to put me out there on better tires than everybody else which i knew i needed to take advantage of and we got a great restart um that last restart and got by a bunch of guys real quick so it kind of got me fired up and back into the game but uh we had a little bump in with uh we run in with the 47 car coming out of turn 11 he jumped on the outside of me into that corner breaking and uh we come out of there and uh we'll hop together and I, I had him pretty pinched up against the fence but i thought he had enough room but we will hopped and i looked in the mirror and i thought it was a hell of a wreck going on but apparently uh everybody but him got going anyways uh that's road course racing. I've been on that end of it a few times, more than a few times. Hell, every time, it seems like it was Sonoma. That last round was pretty fun. I thought that the 24 and the 99 would fall off more than they did, like the 1 did. You know, I thought that, you know, the 1 was one of the better cars all day, and the 99-24 held on really good. That was, uh, you know, I was sitting there thinking, man, we're going to run in the top five. Then I got to thinking we're going to run in the top three. Then I got to thinking, man, we might even win. So those guys didn't fall off as much as I anticipated and um, that was that. I thought Jeff had a a great drive and and a great opportunity to win. Came up a little short, maybe another lap or so, he would have definitely been able to make it pretty interesting and be able to keep that HMS streak alive but wasn't able to do it and uh, we'll have to go to the next one. Proud of my guys' effort, proud of the team, especially the, the, the car, I mean, they put a hell of a car on the racetrack this weekend. To be able to get me, I mean, look at my track record, man no top tens, and any starts there. To be able to get me to run third at that racetrack, that's that's a great race car. Really, really good strategy. So, gotta give them guys a lot of credit. And we'll see you next week. Thanks.
1: That's awesome stuff, man. Good good stuff. Uh, great recap from Dale Jr. Obviously, he had a fun trip with some great friends and out there on the West Coast, and good explanation of what happened there with Kenseth and Almondinger, and, and what he thought he had there for the finish. You know what I
3: love about Junior's audio. If yeah. if there's anything that's as indicative of his approach to road course racing, it's the fact that even after a career best finish at Sonoma, his highlight was still Alcatraz and uh, like the local <laughs> pubs down at the, down in San Francisco.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny stuff. And you're going to hear more about that from uh, Hogue here in uh, in just a second. In fact. Yesterday, Mike Davis uh, sat down with my man, uh, Mike Hogue, and they were, doing a, they were doing a little conversation about what happened out there on the West Coast. Here's a special edition of Off the Grid. Off the Grid. Well, look who has stopped by
3: the Dirty Mail Radio studio today. Hello, Mike Hogue. Hey, man. Glad to be back. Welcome back. It hasn't well, been that long. It's, it feels like it's been a while. Maybe five days. The first thing Hoag does is he gets back is he makes an announcement on the PA system here at Junior <laughs> Motorsports, and it says uh, to Sarah Adrian. Sarah Adrian's our accountant. She goes, Sarah Adrian, you're not allowed to cook or microwave fish in the break room anymore because she stunk up the whole
4: floor. It did. It stunk. Who microwave? You know, that's like microwaving burnt popcorn. It just stink for hours.
3: So Hoag. You get you. Uh, you would know what a fish smells like because you've been out there. Oh, there's the burn. I, Teed
0: him up. That wasn't a burn. That, <laughs> there's just the saying, dig. Okay, you been, a dig. You've been
4: out there, Fisherman's Wharf. Did y'all go there? And it was breezy. Yeah, we, we went there.
0: Um,
3: you you went out to uh, San Francisco on Tuesday, right? Right. right? right. Uh, so before you guys went to the track and did all your work, you went out there and did a little sightseeing. Uh, you, Dale, TJ, how was it?
4: It was great, and I think the. Um, the whole reason behind that was just to kind of—I don't think Dale has ever really gone out there that early before—and just to kind of relax, sightsee, hang out. We had—we brought our our women out there, and uh, <laughs> all your women, all our women. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> they love being called that. <laughs> do, you <laughs> <laughs> do you do you want to
3: elaborate? <laughs> like, so, well, I had—is it one woman? No, per, well, per Amy,
4: you know, Amy. Everybody was Amy. Okay. And then TJ's wife Tamla, and then my fiance Amanda. We all went out there a few days early just to kind of be tourists. Good for you. And it was awesome. Did the women like it? The women loved it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're known as the women. Uh, Hoag, tell me some stories. So, uh, you guys, all right. So the week before you were on here, you were talking about how you left Ryan Newman at the tarmac, and uh, I, I'm assuming you got that resolved. Now you go out to uh, Sonoma early. You're out there. Junior's tweeting pictures of you guys at the Golden Gate Bridge and a different. Surely something happened. I mean, nothing, nothing happened dramatic wise. Who did well, you leave?
4: Someone. <laughs> Who did you leave this time? That's for another podcast, not for this one. Okay. We went to this little town outside San Francisco called Sausalito. It sits uh, right across from the bay. Um, so we went kind of similar thing there. Before we got there, we ha- we stopped by. You know that that famous view of the Golden Gate Bridge. It's yep. up top, we're in the hills. So we stopped there, and that's where he tweeted those pictures of all of us together and. uh um, we stayed there for about you know half hour hour just kind of just taking it all in because Amanda had never see, been there I had never been to that part of it to see that so that was neat for us. Who and took that, that picture? Uh, we had just some random person. Yeah, we had a, a driver that day. Okay, oh, who, okay. Who took it for us and there were some other tourists who were taking pictures for us too. So, um, but Alcatraz was neat, man. We never I had never been there. I've, I've never been there. I don't ever. think anybody. No, none of us had ever been. So, and that was so neat. You take the taking this boat over. It's about a 12 minute ride, and the the weather changes, and it was incredible um, from when we left. And it's about 20 degrees cooler. We didn't bring. I didn't bring jacket. You know, nobody really brought jackets. So we got there. We kind of did the Google tips thing. What do you do at Alcatraz when you get there to beat the, avoid the crowds? It says go right to the audio tour inside of the cell block where all inmates were. And they you go and they give you these headphones and it's just you you kind of guide yourself on this tour. It's not they don't have anybody to walk you through or any of that. Um, so we're going through and um, you get to see all the cells where you know the inmates were and, and and what they did. And at the end of it, it kind of loops you back into this gift shop area. And we were buying all kinds of stuff. I mean, you can buy everything from the trays they actually use and the type of cups they use to you know books. Well. Dale had bought this book uh, by an inmate that was stayed there for four years, and um, he had a whole whole bag of stuff. So we're checking out, and Amanda yells at me. She's like, "Hey, the guy who wrote the book, he's actually signing here. The guy who's the inmate." So we told Dale, "Hey, man, the guy who you, you're buying the book, he's over here signing." And Dale's like, "Oh, it's cool." He's like, hey, "The line looks long. Maybe I'll just go." And Then after he bought it, he goes, "You know what? I want to go meet this guy. Say, so you know, stand in line." So we waited in line, and. The inmate, the guy, the author, he was like, hey, you know, looks up. you know, doing the usual thing. Where are you from? And Dale's like, N- North Carolina, Charlotte. And the guy's like, oh, man, Charlotte, that's a big NASCAR town. And uh, the guy looked up, and he goes, and you, you look a lot like Dale Jr. And he goes, well, that's because I am Dale Jr. And he's like, holy cow, that's awesome. So then it was at that point, it was neat. To I wasn't with Dale there. He told this story afterwards. We were outside waiting. But, again, it's something I thought was cool to tell. The two of them met, and Dale got a picture of him. He got a picture of Dale, and he signed his book. Yeah. Um but stuff like that I think's pretty cool that people like to hear again. Dale might not tell that story, but I, it's something that was neat. Do you remember the I guy's thought, name? The inmate? I I could man, I could look it up. Yeah. But uh, I forget what he did. It wasn't like he was helping it, I was, mean, it wasn't anything serious while oh, he was in on. there. He didn't murder anybody. It wasn't that there were people in there that were like that. I thought if you went I, to Alcatraz
3: I, yeah, I you was ended like, up no, doing some bad but it stuff. Was also, um, You didn't believe him, did you?
4: I'm to you. I mean, I, he might be, <laughs> but I know he was. Isn't it like Shawshank where everybody says they're innocent? Yeah, that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. That's side anyway track. side track. But yeah. um, just to see that place and put yourself there, we wanted to do the night tour, but the night tour sold out through August. Is I even tried to do the old like we never do this. I hate doing it. Tried to do the name drop. You did not. Oh, I, hey, I even asked Dale if it was man. If we can try I'm to do Mike it. Hogue. No, not my name. <laughs> 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 I called that office. It was so funny. And I did the whole spiel. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I manage dealer, I help manage dealer junior, and I was like, Is there any way we can get on this night tour It's something we really want to do? We don't come here. You we know, do We come here once a year. And they asked who it was again, and they're like, Nope, we wow. just can't. They said the well, the people that buy these tickets are only here this time, and it's sold out through August. And they're like, There's no way we can do it. So did you not tell them that you were friends with the inmate? Well, we weren't. Didn't know they would become <laughs> buddies at the time. Not that they became buddies, but. Um, no, that's uh,
3: it's a shame. I, I could have got that pulled off. What? I could have got us on the night tour.
4: You're yeah, right. I could have. That wouldn't have well, even been say, hard. Well, they were like, well, you can show up and see who doesn't, if there's not another group that shows. It was like you can stay and wait, see if someone doesn't make it, and you, then you can go. That'd roll out the red carpet. Yeah, come
3: on. Just, just tell them to talk to
4: me next time. But it's funny. You know what's funny out there? <laughs> In the three days we were touring the San Francisco area, Dale didn't get stopped for one. He got stopped one time for a picture. We were in that South city area, but it was neat, I guess, because nobody really notices, and it all kind of, you know, there's so many tourists, and you can just.
2: You blend it in. Yeah.
4: Let me ask you this. Is Alcatraz the one uh, where nobody has ever succeeded by swimming the. Uh, right. Yes. They have. They, I think it was like five people that have. Tried Escaped it. and tried. A couple of them were, have never been found, so they don't know. Some you of know, them washed all, up.
3: All you would have had to do is say. I could
4: swim this. And TJ. Oh, that's what we thought. We were all like, man, it <laughs> doesn't look that TJ would have been like, TJ would have tried it. It's a mile and a half to the <laughs> closest to the shore. And you go out there, and you're like, oh, and you look at it. You're like, it doesn't look that far. It doesn't well, look that When far. you get on that island, and butter. you see how the water is and how cold, everything, it's, there's no way no way you could swim that. I know there's no way, but I'm just saying all you would have had to do is say that you could Challenge do it. Oh, and, TJ and I thought would have well, jumped that was the in. problem. No, TJ no. would have been like, see ya. He'd have gone in. But TJ agreed. He was like, ah, I think you're right on this one. There's no way we, you could do it, which is surprising. Uh, all right, so good stuff at Alcatraz. Anything else that happened that week? Um, When I did mean, y'all go to the track finally? On Thursday? No, we went to the track Friday. Thursday was the Alcatraz day. Yeah, I mean, went to the track Friday. Everything was as normal as can be. Nothing, no issues. Oh, it was funny. We had our uh, Kelly Blue Book appearance Sunday, yesterday, at, at, in a suite. And uh, you know how Sonoma is from the garage yeah. to it's, everyone stands right there at that gate when you're pulling in. So it's That's hard. Right. So we had this suite appearance, which we have never done there. And we looked over, and Jake Backer and I worked at Hendrick. We were. Trying to figure out, Saturday we had it all worked out in our brains. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take the Tahoe. We're going to drive over at the elevator. We'll take them right on up. No issues. When we get there Sunday, it's packed. The most packed I've seen in Sonoma with people. So we get there about 20 minutes before our appearance. And I tell Jake, I said, look, man, there's no way we can get through these people. And about the time I said that, our car is blocked in three deep in the garage. So now we have no car. Can't get to the appearance. I'm like, Jake, see if they can get a golf cart. And we're like, man, there's no way we can take them through this crowd in a golf cart. We won't go anywhere. We'll get mobbed. Because you've seen it. It can be bad. Mm-hmm. Like, scared. Sure. Scary. So, we go in. And I'm like, man, we just got to go tell Dale the situation. I said, our only option, see all those stairs? It's right there. The suite's up at the top of them. We're going to have to run through this crowd, and we're going to run those stairs. We go in the hall,er and Dale's right there. He's like, oh, ready to go? I said, nope. Before we go, Jake and I were talking. And we're like, we have an issue. This is going to be kind of a screwed appearance. We can't get there. We're going to have to run through the crowd. So, he's like, what do you mean? I, he's like, where is it? I said, see, right there at the top? That's where we got to go. I said, our only option right now is you can either run all the way down the grandstand of the elevator or we're running right up those stairs. So he's like, all right, let's go. He, as soon as I, not a second later after that, he's jumping out the door. We just file through the crowd, got to that gate, and nobody, it was so quickly, nobody noticed. So we get up there, and then we're just a dead sprint up 10 flights of stairs. And When I say sprint, I mean, you're like skipping stairs all the way up. Get there, we're all three gas. Like, what are we doing? He goes to a sweet appearance and I felt bad because Jake and I were like, man, we're winded. And Dale's up there like, hey, oh, guys. <laughs> I'm yeah. here. And they're like, what the heck's wrong with this guy? And then we just ran up, literally. Okay. Let me stop
3: him right there. If we're keeping score at home, all right, Hogue has not been able to get him on the uh, the, the night tour at Alcatraz. Oh, now he's, you're going to no, no, twist it. Just no, enough. <laughs> he's not been able to get him on the night tour at Alcatraz. Dale Earnhardt Jr. could not get on a tour at Alcatraz. And he made him hike up. Bleachers to his sweet
4: appearance before one of the most physically demanding races there is on the circuit. (laughs) That's what I was. He'll tell him, thinking, "Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah, he's he's never even finished in the top ten at this point." But you know Uh, what this tells me? Next year we have to do everything like this again. We have to go in there early. We have to have fun. You have to wing it. You have to not practice. That that part I agree with, but the part where you screw up is the thing you got to. You got a year to fix that. We had to adapt, and our only the best plan of action at that time was to sneak through that crowd and run up those stairs. All right, Hoagie. Thank you. All righty.
1: See you. See you. Good stuff from uh, from Hoag and uh, and Mike Davis there. It just seems like th- those boys had so much fun with their wives and girlfriends uh, this past weekend, and you could sense it uh, with all the tweets they were sending out. Uh, glad they were able to experience all that. Let's be Before- clear.
3: Hold on. They don't have wives and girlfriends. Like some no. of them have a wife. Some of them have a girlfriend.
1: Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was that was my point. Uh, but <laughs> Junior's yes, having
3: th- great time with his wives and girlfriends out there in Sonoma.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, some of them are married, and some of them yeah, have right. significant others. There we go. Yeah, it's it. That's a good point. We probably should mention that before we get into reaction theater. Let's remind everybody about Spy's exclusive deal for Dirty Mo Radio listeners. Go online to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Junior's signature Spy eighty eight collection. It includes the Dirty Mo, McCoy, Quanta, General, and Farrah for the ladies. Enter discount code Dale yeah. Dale
0: yeah.
2: Dale Yeah.
1: That's D-A-L-E-Y-E-A-H at checkout and receive 20% off your purchase. Use the discount code not only just on SPY's website, but the Junior Nation Souvenir Hauler at the track and also right here in the Junior Motorsports Retail Shop. So go online and That's check right. out this awesome limited-time offer. You hear all that out there, guys, in the retail
3: store? DALEYEAH, 20% discount. Shirts are there in the corner. Yeah, I love some of these
1: tweets. <laughs> Nobody I, listened. I love, I love, I love, I love some of these tweets that you're retweeting from fans uh, who have gotten their Dahlia yes shirts. It's that's some cool stuff. Yep. All right, it's time for reaction theater.
0: I like your strategy, Junior. You remembered stealing Mackenzie's beer last time. You decided to up the ante a little, take him out, and it got you a third place finish. Say it with me, Amanda. Dahlia.
3: Are you going to say it? I mean, don't leave them hanging, Amanda.
2: I just said it a little bit ago. uh, Say it again. Can I say say something here, though? What is the story behind the beard? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: I don't know the story.
1: I think what happened was is, if memory serves me correct, Junior and Kenseth got into each other at the end of the race, okay? And there was some frustration there. And Kenseth thought that he was upset with Junior. You know, what were you doing there? You know, buddies, you know, yelling at each other afterwards. Uh, and after that, on the ride back to the plane, Junior says to Hogue, "Hey man, get some beer for the for the plane ride home." So Hogue gets some, asks the pilots to right. put some beer on the plane, and the pilots, who you know, all these guys like know each other, all these pilots on different That's planes. Right. Yeah, and so. One of the pilots for Junior that day went on another plane just thinking it was no big deal yeah. and took the beer off of the plane, and they went home with it. <laughs> it Turns just... out it was Kenseth's beer. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> so basically, Dale Jr. not only got into Kenseth, but then he stole his beer that's on the job. ride home as well. That's that, the story.
3: That's exactly what happened. Wow. I remember yeah. I remember it now. Yeah.
1: Yep. Um, I, no word yet on if Kenseth stole Junior's beer on the way home yesterday. All right, let's get back to Reaction Theater. What do we have next?
2: Congratulations to all the whole team, 88 team. I just want you to know that I'm 77 years old, oh. been a fan ever since he started in this racing, but I can't find the Dale's Yow shirt anywhere. Please, Uh-oh. I need to know where to get it. But congratulations, guys. You're fantastic.
1: Wow. Davis?
2: I got this lady's phone number.
1: Okay, like yeah, you need to send something to her. We're just gonna send her one. That's, yeah, yeah, uh, that's gonna yeah. fix that. She's problem. She's not gonna have to look for anything. You just give it to, her, send it right to her. Amanda, you'll, you'll contact her and
3: uh, let's let's uh, send her one. Thank all you right. for calling. That's awesome. That is awesome.
1: 77 years old. Colin Reaction Theater. Gotta love it. Junior Nation knows no restrictions. What's next?
0: So Junior may have to make a couple apologetic phone calls. So <laughs> f- what? You came out of there with defenders looking all nice and neat and pretty. You weren't trying hard enough. They'll f- yeah.
1: Hell yeah. I love it. Yeah. I gave you a hell yeah instead of a dahlia. Yeah. I, I loved it. I love the way that he raced that race yesterday. You got to.
3: You got you to do it the same way he did it yesterday. And he, you know what? It, this reminds me. He said in his interview on TNT that he was going to cut the shell off and put it in the woods. Yeah. And I tweeted it. I think you did too, Taylor. I can't remember. But the people are like, why are you going to? Destroy a whole car, uh, yeah. you know, and put it in the woods. He just finished third with it. Well, let's just clarify. You they're ain't not, taking the motor. They're not, or the, they're not the, putting the, the car out there. Yeah. They're just cutting the body off and putting it out there. And then somebody's yeah. like, But
2: well, why yeah. would you do that?
3: Well, did you yeah. see it? I mean, it, <laughs> it's, it's, it,
1: it's getting cut off regardless. All right, what do we have next?
2: Okay, the first time I called in, Junior One at Pocono, I sounded like I was having a heart attack. I'm sorry, guys. I was just really super stoked. Today, I'm telling you, Dale. yeah, baby, you go. You talked about his driver being in the zone, he was in the zone today. There was nothing that was holding that man back.
1: It's pretty cool to see, especially that last run. You know, I, I, I love, there have been plenty of times where you have seen, you know, the 88 coming on or the 8 coming on in the past, Mike, uh, and, those, and that's one of, the, one of those special days, you know, the last green flag run where you just see picking off spot after spot. I remember a few years ago in Michigan, um, Steve Latart was Jeff Gordon's crew chief, and it was one of the coolest audios ever. He, he just all of a sudden radios into Gordon. and goes, the 88 is coming like a bat out of hell. Yeah. In Michigan a few years ago, and he ended up finishing third. But uh, that, that reminded me a little bit of that uh, yesterday. That was really cool.
3: That is cool. I, I'm glad the girl is uh, feeling okay. She didn't have a heart attack. Yeah. And, uh, you know, lived, lived to make another call. Yeah, that's right. What do we have next?
0: Amanda, you're beautiful. Your ring is beautiful. (laughs) Dirty bone Radio
3: is beautiful. Just because you work on it,
0: and we've finished top three and a road course, (laughs) and we got to wreck Kansas to boot. Woo hoo! Hell yeah!
1: They you know, might. I have this email here, Mike, that says, hey, hey guys, um, this is to Mike and to Taylor. I just sent a Reaction Theater call in saying how handsome both of you were. I hope Amanda <laughs> <laughs> plays it. That isn't going to work. Yeah, I don't think that's yeah. going to work. For
2: the record, there were several of these. <laughs> and also, for the record, I'm not playing anymore. Why? Because.
3: Uh, I'm going to have to go in there and do something. That I agreed I was not. I was going to let – Amanda, do reaction theater this year, but I may have to go uh, get (laughs) the keys and go into the files and uh, find some of these calls and play them.
1: Yeah, by the way, Amanda, last year uh, Mike took vacation after the the second Talladega race. (laughs) Junior finished second, and there's a big wreck behind him. He would have won the race if there wasn't a late caution. Yeah. And uh, Mike was like, hey, man, uh, have fun with reaction theater this week. And I had never done it before. And it was like, you have 125 new messages. Uh And I'm like, oh, this is great. Was it that the
3: week I also uh, tweeted out the wrong number? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it it still
1: got all those. uh, Some 855
3: number somewhere got, you know, (laughs) God knows how many calls. It's probably like for like a hair loss treatment or something. And it's like, (laughs) what the hell happened to that card again? (laughs) Hell yeah.
1: (laughs) Austin Dillon, I can't believe you, man. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's hear what's next. Damn it, boy, a top
2: three finish on a road course in Sonoma. Dale Jr., you are a hell of a road racer. You do not give yourself enough credit for being good. you got to remember, not too long ago, you and Pop finished second overall at the 24 hours of Daytona. Good
3: job, Dale Jr. Dale, yeah.
1: I love that one. That's I good. Too.
3: That's Absolutely. a good point. We forgot that he's I, actually been know, in the Rolex yeah. race. Yeah. I mean, you don't just get in the Rolex race unless you know what you're doing on those turns. Yeah, I guess there you go. he had some, you know, pretty stout uh, teammates with him. You know,
1: Andy He's Pilgrim. a wheel man. He yeah. is a wheel man. There's no doubt about it. What's next?
2: This week on As the Wheel Turns, mm-hmm. it appears Junior studied the Kyle Busch How to Take Him Out video for road courses. Newman continues to have trust issues ever since Junior abandoned him on the runway. Will track officials equip the back of every seat with an air-sick bag in anticipation of a Jimmy Johnson win? And people are asking, can you watch your rear tires and still keep your eyes on the track ahead? Tune in next week to find out. And get an update on the waffle bellies. Will they score an autograph? Until then, drive like you mean it. Hell
1: yeah. That's pretty clever right <laughs> nice, there. Nice, very What nice. are the
2: waffle bellies? I that's don't know.
3: people that are pressed up against the fence trying to get autographs. Oh, okay. That's Jeez,
1: what that is. I
2: didn't even know
3: that. I, and that's I think she creative. needs to clarify if she means waffle bellies for Junior or waffle bellies for Hoag. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Team JJ, what's
0: know? next? Okay, here are seven words that I never thought that I would utter together in a sentence. I'm really looking forward to Watkins Glen. I never <laughs> thought I'd say that before in my life. But a heck of a good run by Junior today, and heck of a, a strategy call at the end by Stevie to give him tires, and Junior drove his butt off, man. Great job by the pit crew and everybody on the 88 team, man. Heck of a run. P3 at Sonoma. It's almost like a win. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> that is. Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 855 740-1902. Again, one That is the right number. Yeah. And leave us your voicemail <laughs> That's message. That's important. <laughs> and we'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo' Radio. Now, Wednesday, Kelly Earnhardt Miller will be out, and junior motorsports employees are taking over Fast Lane family. So right. look forward to that. We're taking over. All right. I like that. Uh, Friday, uh, you got JRM 360, the podcast, a ton of entertaining nonsense, as usual. And of course, every Monday we recap the full weekend for the Junior Motorsports Nationwide Late Model teams and Dale's Sprint Cup Series run on the Monday recap presented by Spy with the great Amanda Troutman. All right, Mike Davis, let's throw the white flag. White flag, right there. White flag.
3: Well, Junior had yesterday to get rested up and ready for the upcoming week because, I mean, that's just pretty much how it works around here. You got yeah, it's one a day. short week, too. That's right, a short week. So today, Junior is making his normal Tuesday rounds at Hendrick Motorsports and Junior Motorsports. He'll be doing some production work for Goodies this week. And if you have headaches in your life, and we all know you do, whether literal or figurative, Amanda has a headache every day right here and, and, yes, and I do. you're hearing him. <laughs> goodies Powders and Goodies Headache Relief Shots are your answer. Both will be the headache into submission and neither needs stoppage time to do it. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Go America.
1: Wow, I like that.
3: With your headache gone, you'll be ready for the race weekend. The Nationwide Series boys, which also includes Kevin Harvick this week, will qualify and race all on Friday. You can catch that race Friday night on ESPN. The Cup Series will qualify on Friday and race Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on TNT. And, Taylor, you'll be there?
1: I believe that we will win. I
3: believe that we <laughs> will win. <laughs> I, will believe, I believe that we will win. <laughs> ole, 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 ole.
1: Yes, I will be there. Fired <laughs> up, I'll be a part of the PRN broadcast Friday night and on Saturday. I wasn't talking about soccer either. Probably. I know, but
3: I just felt like I wanted to sing yeah. that. All right. Okay. All
1: right. Fair, fair enough.
3: That's all the white flag I have. Okay, very good. (laughs) It ends with ole, ole, ole.
1: We thank uh, Dale Jr., we thank Mike Hogue, we thank Mike Davis, and Amanda Troutman. I believe that we will win. I I believe believe. that we will win. I (laughs) believe. (laughs) Taylor Zarser, this has been the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.
2: Hey, Dirty Boat Radio listeners. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. Now go online to spyoptic.com and check out Dale Jr.'s signature Spy 88 collection. And guess what, Mike? What's that? If you use discount code DALE, Yeah at checkout, you can receive 20% off your purchase. Shut up. It's the truth.
3: Which one are you going to get? Farah. Me? I'm a Quanta guy myself. Quanta. Quanta. I love Quanta.
2: So go online now to spyoptic.com and use discount code DALEYEAH, D-A-L-E-Y-E-A-H at checkout and get 20% off your purchase.
0: That's incredible.